Welcome to Speak My Peace, the podcast that covers all things NBA on and off the court. And now, here's your host, Isaac Anza. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Episode 7, Speak My Peace. I am your host, Isaac Anza, producer D-Lane plugged in on the beat. Man, so good to be back behind the mic. Beautiful sunny day in the Peg City. Still locked down, but hey, the restrictions are slowly dwindling and the finish line is almost in sight. Meanwhile, thank God for sports, NBA Finals, NHL Finals. We got MLB, we got the European Soccer Cup. Lots to keep us busy and of course, enjoying the beautiful outdoors. Guys, I apologize for the long hiatus. Had some family issues come up. Thank you to all my close friends for the love and support. So excited to be back behind the mic. So excited to be seeing people out in public and just enjoying life again. On today's pod, we're going to step away from the court and talk about one of my guilty pleasures. And it's an expensive one. Yep, sneakers. I got lots of sneakers. I'm embarrassed to say how many, but I got a lot. Basketball is more than a game. It's a culture, a trendsetter, and I've been saying this for years, and I doubt anyone would dispute that claim. Just think about what's mainstream. Baggy shorts, tattoos, swagger, clothing lines, music, hip-hop. And to all my bald-headed fellows out there, no worries. The Fab Five made it cool to be bald. Jordan made it cool to be bald 20, 30 years ago. Put down the Rogaine. You don't need it. It's all good. It's all love, bro. And to the ones who are blessed to have a full head of hair. Shout out to AI for the cornrows, big shiny chains, watches, lifestyle shoes, Reeboks, Converse, Nikes. And yes, those damn Jordan 1s, game changer, period. I mean, you go to Fashion Week out in New York or France, you got runway models rocking designer clothes with a fresh pair of J's. Crazy, isn't it? Sneakers are a lifestyle that have us line up outside malls with sleeping bags, anxiously awaiting the release of a shoe. Our favorite shoe. Sometimes it's the re-release of our favorite shoe, just in another colorway. A culture that has us going toe-to-toe with our fellow man, sometimes to the death, just to be the first to get a whiff of that new shoe scent. Who doesn't love the smell of new shoes, that orgasmic-like excitement from the feel of fresh leather and that suede rubber sole? (laughs) Smells so damn good, doesn't it? You get the picture and understand why I'm doing a pod on sneakers. It isn't restricted to age, ethnicity, race, or gender. It's a culture that's part of the NBA culture. After the break, I'll be joined by Habin Kadeen, the co-host of Kicks and Fits podcast, to break down a few notable sneakers and discuss the sneaker culture. Keep it locked. Hey, are you in pain? I bet your back and knees are sore right now, aren't they? Do you want to get back to feeling good and being athletic again without pain? Then check out the Back to Basketball podcast. Our guests include athletes, medical professionals, trainers, and mindset coaches, focusing on empowerment, accountability, and consistency. Our mission is to transform the lives of past and present basketball players who struggle with injuries and pain by focusing on personal storytelling and community building. Our hope is to inspire change in mindset and a shift in the lifestyle and daily habits of people. We hope to help you completely turn your life around. 
You can find the Back to Basketball podcast on all social media platforms by searching back and the number two and basketball. Again, that's back, the number two and basketball, all one word. Your pain-free journey starts now. Welcome back. I'm here with Haben Kadane, the co-host of Kicks and Fits podcast. Haben, how are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm good, Isaac. Thank you for having me on here. I appreciate and it. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much. Before we get to the business at hand, please give me your picks for the NBA Finals. Phoenix Suns, Milwaukee Bucks, who do you like and why? I have to say the Phoenix Suns. Reason for it is because they've got a lot of firepower to them. And with that being said, Without Giannis on the mix for the Bucks, I think that they have the advantage in this. It would be really nice to see him back. And from you, what do you think? Yeah, man, you know what? I just want to see a good series. Like, you know, Giannis played. He played hard. Looked a little banged up. But as long as we get uh, a healthy, healthier Giannis, I think we'll have a nice competitive series. You know, to me, I'm indifferent who wins. I just want to watch good basketball. But uh, let's see how game two turns out. All right, man. Back to the business at hand. In my opener, I talked about the NBA. It's a culture. And part of that culture, we got the sneaker culture. And that's just a massive culture. It's it's worldwide. You know, people go crazy over sneakers. A term that's thrown out often is sneaker head. What the hell is a sneaker head? Tell me. Tell my listeners what a sneaker head is. So what a sneaker head is, is a person who has a love and passion for sneakers. There are many different types of sneakerheads, such as the OGs, the hypebeasts, the resellers, and also the female sneakerheads, which is has a rise up in the, the uh, signature lines of shoes out there now. So with collaborations, it's a big deal now to see that. So basically what you're saying, because I think it's, you know, and I'm glad that you cleared that up. Oftentimes, a lot of folks think to be a sneakerhead, you have to own every pair of sneakers. You know, you have to be first in line. You have to you have to own every colorway. And you have mm-hmm. to have 50, 60, 100 pairs of sneakers. That's not what it's about. It's no. more about the love of, of sneakers and the love of the culture is what you're saying. Correct exactly. That's right. So basically, how many sneakers do you have? For me, I've got a couple dozen. Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Won't give, us a, won't give us a number. That's okay, man. So, you know, again, a sneakerhead. Does it mean that you have to have a value of what a thousand dollars worth of shoes, three thousand dollars worth of shoes? Like, what? What's the value on the amount of shoes that you have? Mine has to be roughly about eight thousand. Now, you don't have to have a really high amount, uh, dollar amount to the shoes. Like, for me, if personally, when I think about a collection on shoes, however amount it is, it could range from being the least expensive to the most expensive. It doesn't really matter. Um, it really has to suit to your needs, what you you can afford, your budget, and uh, and you work it from there. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Because I mean, not every pair of sneakers cost three hundred fifty dollars, right? A lot of the new yes. releases, that's you know two fifty, three fifty, four fifty. But you know, if you want a nice pair of New Balance, you might get them for hundred bucks, right? <laughs> a nice yeah. pair of Converse's, like so. Not every shoe has to be three, four, or five hundred dollars for it to be considered a. Uh, special sneakerhead collection type shoe. It can just be any shoe, right? As long yeah. as it fits your style is essentially what you're saying. That's right. Yep. So speaking of style, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, just a couple shoes here that um, that really pop out in pop in um, pop culture. The Jordan 11s, right? I mean, boy. 
These are some some of the most iconic shoes, the Jordan 11s. Why is it that, you know, everyone loves these shoes? And, you know, for many sneakerheads, uh, they have a, a colorway. They have a pair of Jordan 11s. Why is that? Uh, for me, like in the sneaker community itself, too, the Jordan 11 has a big, big craze for it because it's uh, one of the most iconic uh, Jordans out there. And it's because of its unique look, look and style to it that OG sneakerheads know uh, for especially the retro colorways. So for that being said, like the bread and the Concords uh, are the two most iconic colorways, mainly because MJ wore them on the court. To me, it has a special place in my heart. I know many other sneakerheads do also that uh, the nice thing about it is that it can be worn on the basketball court, but it could also be worn just with your style casually. The one little fact that MJ decided to have for this shoe is that it can be worn with a tuxedo, yeah. especially for that Concord colorway. Brought up classy vibes to it, so it's it's something you can suit up with. Uh, so to me, don't be surprised if you see any photos of sneakerheads wearing it to a wedding because it's an ideal one to put on. You know what? That's well said. It's funny, like a lot of my, you know, I'm, I got some years on you. So a lot of my listeners yeah. are in their 30s. And back in the day, I used to hit the club, man. I was, I used to frequent many, many clubs. And when I was rocking my velour suits, uh, shout out to P. Diddy, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to uh, Sean John velour shoots, suits. Yeah. When I had those back in the day, man, I, I always wished that I had a pair of Concords just to finish off that outfit, but I never had one. And the, the dudes that had the Concords, boy, oh boy, man, they look special. They looked real hot in those velour suits. So yeah, that's just something, so that, um, that's something that brings a bell when I, when I think about my youth and in my 20s and Jordans and velour suits and Concords, and it just looks so sexy. And boy, oh yeah. boy, man. The whole fit itself. The whole fit. The whole fit was just crazy. Yeah, just crazy. it's really nice. One of the best shoes out there, absolutely. Abin, so the sneaker culture has a long history. Yeah. It's really, really hard to pinpoint just one shoe that's made it into what it is. But over the years, you know, you're a younger guy, like, so, you know, there's probably going to be some shoes that, you know, have left a bigger imprint on you than on me. So over yeah. the past few, you know, years, decades, is there a shoe that comes to mind that just, man, like really just changed the game? change the way that we wear sneakers, change the way that, you know, you know, that we've incorporated sneakers into our lifestyle, into our, into our daily living. Uh, you know, do you have a shoe in mind? To me, I'd have to say it's the Nike Air Yeezy models. And uh, um, that those shoes are a big deal to the sneaker culture for its impact on popularity, especially from this artist named Kanye West, as we all know. Everybody knows Kanye. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So with that, it was one of the earliest signature shoes that was created for an artist mm -hmm. uh, compared to an athlete. Um, Kanye first debuted them on stage at the Grammys in 2008. The unique and mysterious look that was brought to this had uh, gave people's attention uh, and made them curious on what he would create next. Kanye then went on to make more models with Nike and for that ultimately joined Adidas to continue creating his full signature series. Yeah, you know, and that's such an impactful shoe because you're right. For the longest time, these shoe companies used just athletes, but now yeah. a, a better way to affect and to reach out to um, pop culture was to use folks like Kanye, like um, I, I remember even Birdman had some shoes with lugs and 
you know, to get themselves into the urban culture, get themselves into the streets. You didn't have to buy a pair of Jordans. Now you could buy your favorite artist shoes or, you know, your favorite singer and so forth. So it just, it's, it was such great marketing, uh, yeah. such a great idea. And it really, really helped expand the sneaker culture. So no, that's a, that's a great shoe, beautiful shoe. Um, yeah, I definitely, I should revisit that and try to get, <laughs> try to get a pair of those <laughs> if yes. I'm lucky, huh? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, hey, it wouldn't be a shoe episode if we didn't talk about the legend, my favorite player of all time, Kobe Bryant. So, Kobe, he had a great catalog. Man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Great rest catalog of shoes. Yeah. Give me one shoe, one Kobe shoe that, you know, I don't know, really stands out, that really, really penetrated pop culture. I personally would say the Kobe 5 Potro. Now, with this, it's traction cushion materials fit and support overall are great in their respective manner the shoe debuted on december 6 2009 uh, kobe went on to wear this model in the 09 and 2010 season which mm -hmm. he faced against the boston celtics in the finals so for that ironically this yeah great finals yeah it was amazing ironically this being the fifth nike model of the signatures line which also gave kobe his fifth nba championship ring i really love this uh shoe because it's different colorways that it offers uh i would have to choose with the bruce lee colorway and for that because of the color blocking on the black and golden yellow is very sharp i like it also for the little claw that it has on the design as a symbol and nod to the movie enter the dragon i don't oh, know if you've seen that one no of course man oh, <laughs> classic classic absolutely yeah. yeah absolutely you know what you know my thoughts about just not that particular model but some of kobe's models going forward is you know that low cut style i was always a high top guy you know and yes. when i did rock my first pair of kobe's and feeling you know it was weird to be in a low cut shoe but man it did the trick and it sort yeah. of just destroyed that myth that you needed a high top shoe for good ankle support you know what i mean yeah. like kobe kobe was going out there dropping 40 50 60 a night so clearly you know if kobe can do it in some low cuts then hey they're good enough for me yeah it worked for him it Why worked not? for yeah. him yeah. unfortunately during my i was still playing ball back then and um it didn't work out for me all that well you know you put on a pair of kobe's you think you're kobe but i, I ain't got the skill like kobe so <laughs> i bet if i checked the um, box score a lot of those games that i did rock my kobe's i probably shot a poor percentage so um kobe uh that mamba mentality didn't translate into the shoe into my body so that's <laughs> it may not kobe. work for everyone right so yeah yeah and shout out to kobe those are some great shoes and yeah i love that low cut feel and the, uh, the kobe fives are yeah fantastic man so you know i want to be a sneakerhead i want to be a, a shoe collector tell me like what's what's the what's the key what's the best way to actually build a shoe collection is it just lining up and going to the store is it hustling at um you know online is it going to these little you know sneaker pop-up shops like so what are some tricks of the trade here if i actually want to really build a collection so my advice to that is being specific on figuring out what your style or styles are from there you can have an idea on what your lineup will consist of uh picking out more of the inexpensive sneakers to build with the others that may cost more then that way you're not just going after the high-end pricey sneakers you're also being able to uh, go after the ones that are more inexpensive so that it can build more of a better collection all around. 
and it won't even break the bank for you. So that's great advice. So basically you're saying is, you know what, have some highs and then have some lows, right? So you have yes. your, you have like your entry shoes and then you got, you know, every now and then save a little bit of a bank and go get your expensive pair of kicks, uh, you know, a limited edition, but it's good just to have a little bit of everything, isn't it? Some lows, some mids and some highs in terms of value, uh, mixing it up. That sounds like a great idea. And, and I'm assuming that you've, um, you're practicing what you're preaching. You, you have a mixed bag when it comes to sneakers. I, I would say so myself. I do. Good. Absolutely, man. Nope. Definitely something to keep in mind. Don't want to break the bank trying to build that collection, right? We all got a mortgage to pay. Exactly. That's right. Abin, <laughs> the next shoe I want to get into is probably my personal favorite, just because I love the simplicity of these shoes. Yep. Nike Air Max 90s. Man, these shoes have been around for, geez, like 30 years or so. Shout out to Tinker Hatfield. Man, I love these sneakers. My favorite. Um, why are these shoes so special? This shoe right here is one of the more household names in the sneaker community. And for that, the Nike Air Max 90 carries on an amazing tradition in the Air Max series of shoes as follow up to the success of the Air Max one. The Air Max 90 has a good representation of the brand's success uh, as its W from its predecessor. The Air Max 90 infrared is an iconic colorway oh, yeah. for that, which was released back in 1990 gives an aggressive look that matches perfectly with the bright contrasting colors. Uh, to me, this shoe gives a dynamism when it comes to its place in extending the growth of sneaker culture. Man, like I just love the look of this sneaker because, you know, as we as we all know, there's about a million colorways. So it's yeah. one of those sneakers that like, you know, there's there is a colorway for everybody and there's a colorway for every outfit. You know, it's it's amazing. You know, I've, this sneaker it's it's been used and abused physically, culturally, on and off the court. I've seen this sneaker in gyms, nightclubs. It can, it can be your everyday wear. Everywhere, gentlemen's yeah. clubs. I've seen people in bar fights. I've seen yeah. I've seen them at fashion shows. I've seen them at weddings. I've seen them in the court of law. I, I've never been to the White House. I bet people wear them to the White House. I mean, these shoes have been seen everywhere and there's unlimited colorways they've been around for so long they're just such a nice comfy feel man you know what i mean like just shout out to the air max 90s tinker yeah. hatfield man for just making such a wonderful shoe this shoe is just so versatile everybody has one and i love how it's kids wear them teachers wear them adults wear them it doesn't matter your race ethnicity everybody has a has a pair and you see them in all walks of life just an amazing sneak and it's and it's worn by many people of all different tastes and styles to their outfits because it can go with anything yeah uh and for this colorway what is your uh of the shoe what's your favorite one? Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I mean i got three pairs but you know i do love the infrared ones those, those are so those are so dope um okay. like it, you know they're just such a, a wonderful shoe and they're, they're really really good man i mean i could I, I'd be I'd be happy just wearing them every day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's where that's I go nice. with the Nike Air Max Nine. Just such a wonderful shoe. Um, definitely the one of the best shoes out there on the market. So, Habin, let's get into um, consignment stores. You know, right. talk to yeah. me about what a consignment store is, and you know, is it good? Is it good for the um, for the shoe game? Now, with consignment stores, I like them because in most cases, it will likely help a seller to buy. Uh, get a buyer to their shoes a lot quicker than them having to sell it on their own. 
The consignment store very verifies the authenticity of the shoe. Then for that, it goes up for sale. Then the, uh, once it's sold, the consigner gets paid 80% of the total sale. To me, they do help the shoe game. Now for that, it recycles worn or gently used pairs back into the market. So it's a win-win on both ends and it helps to get more shoes out there for other people to buy and have. No, that that's great. It sounds like a wonderful opportunity to get your hands on some shoes and some on some colorways and some different uh, some different things that you'd think that you would have a little bit of harder time getting access to. So that's wonderful. So speaking of consignment stores in, in Winnipeg, uh, where do I go? I want to get some sneakers. It's it's hot right now. I want to show off my sneakers. Where do I go to find a good price on some sneakers? Okay, well there are great uh, sneaker stores here in Winnipeg. There's quite a few of them. Just okay. to name some. Yeah, just name name a few. Yeah, some places here like the Collab Shop, there's Vault 431, there's Lavish, and there's Swish Vault. Okay, awesome, awesome, great stuff. Then we'll definitely yeah. have to, um, I'll tag them in our social media so folks know uh, they can, where to go to get access to some of these sneakers. Good stuff. So having, obviously, Nike is king. Not only are they king when it comes to making shoes, but their marketing, yeah. their, their footprint in the game is just, you know, it, it probably will never be overcome. So having Nike, as we know, they're the king of the castle. They have such a large footprint. Not only do they make sneakers, but you know, their marketing just makes them a global brand that will likely never be conquered by anybody else. But if you do want to expand your sneaker game, if you want to expand your horizons, what are, you know, what are some other brands here that, um, that really manufacture wonderful shoes that some folks may really want to start thinking about instead of always just buying a pair of Jordans. Well, I'd have to suggest other brands such as Adidas, Reebok and New Balance. These are great options to choose from because they have a variety of different types and it's always nice to have that um, options out there for you to choose from. Uh, I personally feel that if you only stick to getting one type of brand, then it seems too cliche or biased choice. Uh, I have, I personally have nothing against it, but it's not something I would personally do into just picking that one brand that you only like, because then that way, uh, for that, it's just gonna seem boring or, you know, it's not tasteful, you know? So it's like owning stocks. So you want to diversify your portfolio, huh? Exactly. That's <laughs> no, a that good make, example for it. Uh, no, yeah. that makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, yeah. don't be, don't be afraid to look at some of those other brands. They, they're reputable brands and they make good shoes as well from what you're saying. Without a doubt. All right, yeah. man. As we see in, in this playoffs, LeBron, he's, he's getting a little older. Yeah. Um, he's, he's, sure. a, he's aging out of the league. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly, but surely he's going to be aging up soon enough in terms of, you know, the current state of the NBA right now, is there a young player right now who, you know, just might come up and really take over this whole shoe game? Uh, who out there do you really like? A lot, a lot of great young players in the NBA. Is there one that you think really can sell a lot of shoes? And you're right about that. There's a lot of other players out there who are rising up and coming to uh, put a name out there for themselves in the sneaker game. I would have to say Zion Williamson for that he's got a lot of potential in himself to move uh, into a better direction with a brand such as Jordan. Uh, with that, they have a lot of great backing towards their alumni and their group 
with uh, sneakers. As we know from the past, we know people like Dwayne Wade and we know people like Carmelo Anthony and also players like Jason Tatum. But for me, Zion Williamson is that guy who has a lot more years left to him because he's still young and that he could elevate the uh, sneaker game with his type of uh, signature line. Well, it always helps when you're a great player, obviously. Yes. And it helps when you're an exciting great player. There's been a lot of great players, but, you know, are you Tim Duncan great? Or are you, um, you know, Kobe Bryant dynamic great, right? Right. You know, um, are you Gary Payton great? Or are you Kyrie Irving um, excitement, fantastic finishes great? So, you know, a lot of great, every all great players get a shoe deal at some point. But, you know, having a little bit more kick and, and excitement and a little oomph into your game uh, will help you sell shoes. And Zion has a whole lot of oomph in his game. Uh, he does. One of the most exciting players in the league. So, I mean, he's just getting better and better. And he's so young, what, what 20, 21 years old. So, yeah. basically, you know, it's a great choice. What you're saying is that, you know, this guy can be dominating the shoe game for the next 15 years. And the last point I'll make about that is, as we know, big men don't sell shoes very well. And it's great that Zion's at 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, you know, he's going to get a mix of big men and guards who are still going to buy his shoes. A lot of, you know, small guys don't buy big men's shoes. So Zion's in a good spot. I think that's a really good choice. I think he'll definitely be um, selling a lot of sneakers uh, for years to come. Habin, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Um, you can catch Habin and Caduce on the new podcast, Kicks and Fits. They're talking about urban culture, shoes, streetwear. Great listen. Check them out. You can find them on Instagram, Kicks and Fits. And they're also on Spotify as well. Download them, subscribe, like, show some love. Abin, thank you, man. Appreciate you, bro. Thank you, uh, Isaac. I appreciate you again, brother. All right. Thanks. Peace. Are you struggling with acute or lingering aches and pains? Is your busy schedule preventing you from getting the physiotherapy treatment you deserve? At Breakthrough Physiotherapy, we provide mobile physiotherapy sessions in the comfort of your own home. Book an appointment and let our experts come to you. Enjoy having all aspects of a private clinic in your own home and the convenience that comes with it. Just visit us online at BreakthroughPhysiotherapy.com or find us on Instagram at Breakthrough Winnipeg. That's Breakthrough and the letters WPG to book an appointment today. Thanks for listening. Don't miss a moment of the action. Comment, like, and subscribe to Speak My Peace for automatic delivery of new episodes on Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast.